matter with you? Everything. <laughs> like literally everything. <laughs> I'm not recording. I saw you hit the thing with oh, your finger. Nuts. Yeah, now I know. Now I know <laughs> now where to look. Now you know what to look for. Yeah. <laughs> welcome I'm... to Mom and A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, welcome. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> She's shaking her fist at everybody right now. I'm Claire Berrios. And I'm Katie Judge. And Mominous is the podcast that explores the creepy shit that kids say. Because they're not all cute. No, and they're not all normal. <laughs> Some might say they're a paranormal. <laughs> oh, you see what I did yeah. there? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm very quick-witted when I've had time to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, thanks, guys, for listening. We are having so much fun. Too much fun, one might say. All the fun. You're not having it. I am. Fuck you. You want to? Continue with that, or did you get all that out? (laughs) Happy Friday, fuck you. Happy Friday, just like go fuck or whenever you're listening. (laughs) Yeah, happy. Oh, it drops on Tuesday morning, so happy Tuesday. Enjoy your commute. Go suck a go suck a whatever popsicle, popsicle, egg, (laughs) dick, a dick. Is that what you do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, is that who you are? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> That's for other purposes. All right. Speaking of freaky shit, what's the theme today, Claire? The theme is weird family traditions because they're coming up on the holidays. Yeah. It's time to get really fucking freaky with the people you know that have known you since you were shitting your pants as an infant. And also as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> It's the circle of life. Just like Beyonce, you nailed it. I've had... Voice of our generation. Let's report on my drinking this evening, as we normally do. I'm actually only slurping club soda, but I have maybe consumed half a bottle of wine tonight. Maybe. 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 Maybe I was working really Uh, late. Maybe. Maybe. But also... Club soda. (laughs) I am drinking my off-brand White Claws. Right. Bon and Viv. Thanks, Bon and Viv. It's the only thing that we do here. Bon and Viv <laughs> and talking shit. <laughs> what flavor tonight? It's grapefruit, and it's delightful. I actually, I'm a little jelly, but I'll just keep drinking Well, you already stuff. drank half a bottle of wine. I got to catch up. That's fair. Okay. Do you want to go first with your weird family traditions? Well... I feel bad going first because my first family tradition is not weird. It's magnificent. God. I know. I know Fine. You, you wanted to hear something freaky deaky, but it's actually darling. So do you want to well, leave? I guess both of mine are kind of precious too. Yeah, Wait, I'll go first. <laughs> so I can set the bar. Okay. Yeah. Set All the right. freak bar. <laughs> so um, my entire family on the 1st of May – Every year, okay, we start. Somebody in my family starts a group text, and the first sentence in the group text (laughs) is "Hooray, hooray! The first of May, outdoor screwing begins today." (laughs) We never sure like who's gonna do it that year, but it's like one of us just wakes up and it's like it's my time. Yeah, it's my time. Yeah, to be the to be the. you know, patient zero for that text. Holy shit. Wait, okay. 
This is amazing, and I really, really love everything about this. How many people are in the group? There's 10 grandkids, so probably 10. I haven't counted. Sometimes my aunt sneaks in. Sometimes my mom's involved. Yes. This is amazing. And then, like, what... How did it manifest? How, nope. I don't even want to know that. Because, no, no, the answer is great. The answer is great. The okay, answer is so my grandfather. Okay, maybe we'll get there. Oh, right. No, no. I spoiled she it. Went- <laughs> I, I six sense that shit. Like. <laughs> I am not driving the bus tonight. Claire is behind the wheel. You're like, you're like hey, let's like, like stretch hey, this out. <laughs> nope. She's like, fuck you. We're going right to it. Okay, so grandpa. His name was Bop Bop. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the weirder you are, the weirder your grandparents' names are. This is true. This is true. My mom's manga. We don't know why. <laughs> no one knows why. I had Nani and Bop Bop. And then on the complete... Bop Bop's fucking great. Oh, Bop Bop was amazing. But on no, the but other I mean, end... like the name. I didn't know him. But the name is great. Oh, I thought you were just going on blind faith there. Like, like look at the product of his line. I mean, I'm, me. a, I'm a fan. I'm Aww. a fan of his work. <laughs> no. So on the other okay, side yeah. of the family, um, grandmother. Grandmother. <laughs> it's like Nanny and Bob Bob and grandmother. <laughs> Wait a second. Back to the text. What is the origin story? And then also, could you please tell me, like, where this goes? Like, who's? what's the second text? It's somebody going like, yeah! Family! Hashtag, hashtag blessed! What? I love you guys! Oh, see, I was hoping for some like Lebowski weird. No, we don't. Song. We don't make haikus. Like we don't continue the poetry. Why not? Five seven five. <laughs> I know my shit, Claire. Okay, so what's the origin story for screwing? In I don't there? know. My grandfather used to say it. I don't know how he came up with it. I don't know why he thought it was appropriate to say it to his young children. But it happened, and now it's a lovely tradition that we've carried on, and. I don't know, just one of us wakes up on May 1st and we're like, we're going to start this chain. I am going to be the person who starts the chain. And then we get the text and then everybody reacts with cheers and applause. And what is the line? And then we don't talk for a while because we're wasps. All right. What's the line? Hooray, hooray, the 1st of May. Outdoor screwing begins today. Please tell me I don't have to explain that to you. No, I, I understand. I'm just trying to think, like, if I were a part of the group text, what my <laughs> do you want me to add you to it? Maybe next year will be my yes. turn, and I'll just add you to it, and oh then God, you can respond you? with. Some I will sort go of bro- down a dark and crazy. <laughs> I will, yeah, I'll take this to the next level. So this is a warning to my family members listening. Yeah, sorry, I looped my podcast partner in, and she's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> get ready to get weird. <laughs> Okay, so my first tradition, which is my favorite family tradition, and which is not weird, just fabulous, is the dance of the seven fishes, which is actually called the dinner of the seven fishes, but we call it the dance of the seven fishes. Oh, on Christmas Eve. Yes. Yeah. So my... Dan's family does that too. Magnificent uncle is Italian. His parents are very traditional, make the linguine by hand and Ooh. put it in shirt boxes. His actu- his dad actually passed away this year, so. Oh. Yeah. That's sad. Or it's he's he's actually he's been gone for a full year now. 
but he was kind of he and his wife were the heart and soul of this but it is a hysterical night and it's my favorite thing that my family does if you can be there you are there because it's the best night of the year when you walk in if you're of age and by of age i mean like 16 to 18 yeah, based exactly. on your coping it's skills. It's fluid. Meow. Um, meow. Um, meow. You're handed a Manhattan on the rocks that is... Okay, is mint... I gotta stop you right there. Yeah. Is it... That is like the signature drink? So it's very specific. It's a southern comfort Manhattan. Oh. Which so is it's got... It's not a, a drink with a that twist. I ever want. No, a Manhattan with a twist is a Manhattan with a twist of lime. That's... Lem- you no, know that I not was lime. Speaking. I didn't say that. I did not say lime. You know I'm that not. I was speaking metaphorically. You know that I don't speak metaphorically about Colloquially, drinks. I think. No. I don't know what I was speaking. But I was not saying an actual twist. I was saying, like, you know, like... It's a twist on a Manhattan. Oh. I feel like we should pause so that I could go make us some Manhattans. No, you've had enough. <laughs> You told me not to let you bring wine down. It was a good choice. That was a good choice. Yeah. We're being adults. Okay, so anyway. Let <laughs> me, I got Clemson and it's got alcohol in it. The bottom line is the Dance of the Seven Fishes, depending on how many kids are there, how many people are there every year, there's a kids' table. But at this point now, the kids' table consists of all people who are 30 and above. So the best VIP spot is at the kids' table as a person between the age of 30 to 45. And how many people are there? I mean, I've been there in years where it's like 10 to 12, or I've been there for years where it's like 20 to 25 people. And now that you have kids, do you stay, like, is it like an all-night rager and you just put them down, like, to sleep? No, I bring a high chair, and I, I wear the little baby, and I would very comfortably put my kids to sleep at this house because it's a lovely house where there are many beds but so far we've like gone yucked it up and then taken the kids home at a very late hour and just said hey it's the dance of the seven fishes okay also the food is to die for this is not a weird tradition. It's just awesome. No, you know what? It's interesting because uh, Dan's family does that too, his Italian family. Oh, and they God. all say that Christmas is not their favorite holiday. Christmas Eve is their favorite yes, holiday because that's what it's my uncle just. Says. It's the best night of the year. I love it. How many times have you seen Home Alone? Oh, so As a child. Many. Oh, my not, God. I'm not even talking about adult Claire, which we know the answer is six times today. <laughs> I constantly have it playing underneath my desk. (laughs) (laughs) That sound is my ASMR. (laughs) I I listen to it on loop when I'm going to sleep. I I mean, oh, God, now I want to go down the rabbit hole of, like, favorite holiday movies. But that's not the movie. No, we're not going to do that because it's my turn. Oh. And this is – this also has to do with Christmas. My family – we open gifts one at a time. Yep. And I don't mean like we each open one at the same time. I mean no. like it's your turn to open a gift yep. and we admire the gift. And then it's your turn to open a gift. I think and that's we great. I love it. Dan thinks it's weird. My mom actually thinks it's even though my mom I mean, participated it takes for, in it. forever if you've got it a big family. It takes forever and especially if you have children. But it teaches gratitude. Like, people bother to buy a Exactly. I'm all for it. I'm such a fan of that. And, you know, my mom, she didn't grow up like that. Dan didn't grow up like that. It was like, 
the Christmas melee and like fucking elbows are flying <laughs> and like you know what I mean? Like cheese sticks were thrown into the to the huddle and yeah. you got nourishment if you could. There's a Cheeto shower. Exactly. Yeah. It's a shit show. <laughs> It's every man for himself, it and your gift like, could be stolen if you're not paying attention. It was like the personification of Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> Just like food raining down from the ceiling as you panic. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so they were all like, oh, that's weird. And my mom finally figured it out because Dan would get antsy when we used to do it with my family. Dan would get oh, antsy. Yeah, and so my mom would, would get him like a Lego racetrack. And she would be like, Dan, open this one first. And then he would open the Lego racetrack. He's fucking 26 at this point, okay? He's not like a young kid. He would open the Lego racetrack and then he'd go in the living room and play with the Lego racetrack until we were all done. And then he would melee rip open his presents. But now that we have kids, he has to participate. Yeah, he does. And he fucking hates it. The just sheer amount of Bloody Marys that he drains on Christmas morning. Yeah, just get lit, man, if you can't take oh, it. He's basically a bottle of Heinz. Like, <laughs> it is gross. But I love it. It's a tradition. It Like, I savor it. It's great. Yeah. I get to see what everybody got. I get to see whatever, you know, somebody's reaction to what I got them, which is also very special. Aww. So, you know, I love it, but apparently people think it's weird. I'm, I mean... No one in this room does. Yeah. I'm with you. Thank you. So my next tradition is Christmas-related and super complimentary because we also, especially my my dad's side, it can get a little melee after a while. There's a lot of us. Christmas morning, we do try to kind of go around in a circle and you open and you open. And my dad is notorious for assigning someone to do his shopping. He's got lots of kids. He's got resources. Sure. He's got support. He doesn't need to go get the gifts. Sure. And so my oldest sister always used to go get all of the gifts for all of us. And we would make this big production of opening a gift for my dad and be like, Dad, (laughs) you knew. How did you know? Sorcerer. And my big vocal flip out was always to go like I would literally like curl up in as tight a ball as I could and then go (laughs) (laughs) and I have like a rage reaction always got this huge rise out of my sister because she was the one that actually bought the gift and I actually always she's a great gift giver so I always actually lost it like one year I got dumped by my boyfriend and um, she bought me all new plates and <laughs> silverware, and she was like, because you have to rebuild your kitchen, but that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like that's like, so helpful and, like, such it a little, was awesome. like, poke at the same time. It was not a poke at all. She was just like, hey, girl, eat off new plates. <laughs> oh I loved God. it, and I cracked up laughing. I, opened, I still have those plates. <laughs> that's hysterical. Yeah, my fresh start plates. You're a really good person to give a gift to because you – I enjoy everything. You get really enthusiastic. Yes. Like, I could give you a stick of, like, you you know, like a half-chewed stick of gum, and you'd be like, this is what I need right now. I want to say I don't know that I, that would be my reaction to half-chewed gum. I think I've got slightly higher standards than that. But, like, but picture the gum? stick. Wait, wait, wait. Picture the stick of gum, and, like, half of it's pristine, mm-hmm. and then half of it's kind of chewed. And... 
I think you would break off the piece that was pristine. I mean, I'm a glass half full person. I would. And pop in your mouth and be like, thanks, I needed that. Yeah, my breath stanks. And the not chewed part is super useful right See, now. See, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. You're a really good person to give gifts to. I am. Not me. Oh, well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas this year. <laughs> it's a stick of half-chewed gum. No, bitch. It's a case of cream of shrimp soup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, thanks. You're I'll welcome. I'll fucking use it, dude. I know. Claire has a Christmas holiday tradition casserole. We talked about this before. I know, but I'm assuming that people are onboarding. Oh, that's on a good this episode, and I want—I don't want anyone feeling left out. So every episode, I'm going to explain about your holiday. <laughs> about my disgusting holiday yeah. casserole. It's not disgusting. No, it's, it's just not. got cream of shrimp soup in it. <laughs> and now this bitch is having a case delivered to her house for Christmas. That's good. Year. I cannot wait until Happy Dan sees a case. Holidays I cannot wait Katie. till Dan sees a case of cream of shrimp soup on on our porch. Yeah, Dan will think. The whole cream of shrimp soup thing is, like, super creepy. Yeah. I'm aiming to... Like, in every like, possible way. Yeah. Every I'm, possible way. I might, like, individually wrap the cans. Oh, that'd be so good. We'll see, see much time I have he doesn't get creeped out by ghosts. Right. He gets creeped out by cream of shrimp soup. And my does insistence... Does he eat the casserole? Yes. My insistence on feeding it to him every Christmas but does he like the casserole? He likes the casserole. So just he doesn't love the casserole, but he likes the casserole. <laughs> Wait, does anyone love it? Yes, I have family members who love it. Okay, so yeah, there yeah. it is. I have family members who love it. It's not for Dan. No, he's creeped out by it. But you know what I'm creeped out by? What? Fucking weird kids. Kids telling weird shit to their moms and dads. <laughs> All right, it's my turn to go first. Damn it. And this one is from Alana. And Alana says, when my son just turned three, he started to talk to a friend, quote unquote, for a week or two at bedtime in his room. He would say things like, Fintan is so funny. And he and... Fintan? Fintan. Wow. Fintan. I haven't heard that name since my bartending days. And it was usually not a very nice thing that he would do. So she's, you know, Fintan would do this, that, and the other thing. And she says it wouldn't, it's not really a nice thing that he would do. She can't remember exactly. And then he would tell me that he sounds like this. And then this kid would start speaking in some sort of Irish type accent. Oh my God. And she's like, I don't think he would have heard, ever heard that before. So she said, I googled this name, hoping it was a TV show character or appeared in Diagonal Tiger mm -hmm. or something, like something he would watch, yeah. only to discover it's an Irish name. I can't find any TV characters with this name. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, the accent thing is nuts. That's crazy. That's bonkers, right? Yeah. Especially because Could an Irish accent is hard to nail. It's really hard. And so now. if a kid is getting this, you know, like at least the point across that that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. Then... Like she's picking up that that's exactly what he's shooting for. Right. Jesus. I know. That's some fucked up shit. I, you know what? You always hear the stories about like the people who get hit in the head and they wake up like able to speak Spanish and like shit like that. I've never heard that story. What? What? This is like a total like Eclipse phenomenon. Yeah, so people will, like, get a heart transplant 
and like no fucking way yes and speak spanish after a heart transplant if the heart that they got it from was from a spanish person yes did you hear about this on buzzfeed (laughs) maybe maybe the hard-hitting journalism the pulitzer prize aspiring (laughs) um okay i'm calling bullshit on spanish heart giving you spanish language i don't know man um i am as we all know the in-house skeptic (laughs) (laughs) what movie do you think that's from you tell me what movie he would have watched to get to nail an irish accent that has the name finton in it you tell me that right now no googling use your bank peaky blinders (laughs) i'm sure he got it from peaky blinders it's like a hundred percent i'm actually you know what nailed it (laughs) do you know what peaky blinders is I know it's on Netflix. Did you just say Peaky Blinders because you'd like to say Peaky Blinders? No, it's on Netflix and it's Irish. Fish. <laughs> but I don't know if there's a fitting on it. Oh my God. <laughs> Downton Abbey. You know it's set in England, right? Yes. Your yes? Time. That's what I was waiting yes. for. Like, yeah, you strong wrong at first and then you get the upward you know inflection. my only explo- <laughs> explosion. And then I'm not sure that you really did did I see that? <laughs> I have a story from Carrie, and this one's going to fuck you up. All right, Carrie. When my daughter was two, she would always talk to her friend in her room. I asked her about her friend, and she said he needed a new head because his is broken. We had a Jack and Jill bathroom, and when I went in one day, she started crying and yelling at me to get out because her friend was in there, and he got really mad and was going to hurt me. Oh my god! I freaked the fuck out. (laughs) She was legitimately crying and terrified. So I did some research and found out that a teenage boy was shot in the head right outside of our complex. (gasps) So we moved the fuck out. Good. Good, Carrie. Good job, Get Carrie. Out. Get out. Get Excellent out. work, Carrie. Holy shit. And you know what? When you said his head was broken, I was wondering if it was like a mental illness thing. No, but it's, it's like just pure on like kid. I see literal. dead people. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, ghost. No, no, no. <laughs> Ghost. No, no. Go. I wish you would have been like ghost. That's insane, Carrie. Good job moving out. Yeah, way to be. I was telling somebody. I was at a cocktail party last night. I was telling somebody about the Chase doll, who you know, like from last episode. And I was like, they kept the the toy doll. Yeah, get it out of there. And I would say that the entire room was split. On whether they should have kept the the toy or not. Actually, I feel like I took the stance. You definitely did. That... You definitely took the stance yeah. of Paw Patrol not... toys. They're expensive. Yeah. So the bathroom part is creepy too, right? Some of the creepiest stories that we've gotten have been in the bathroom, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's just a vulnerable place or if it's because it's very cold. You know, with the tile, that this, that, the other thing, but that is certainly high on the list of creep factors. Yeah. And then I was wondering, did she say how long ago the teenage boy was shot? Did she say if he was shot, like, it was it a suicide thing or was he murdered? No. Gosh. Okay. 
I'm sad. I just it's really sad. It's and so awful. sad. And, but the like murderino in me kind of wants to. You want the true crime story. Too. I want the true crime story involved. That's in not it. this podcast. I know. We don't deep dive. <laughs> I know. But maybe you know, we should launch a second podcast called Deep Dive: The True Crime. <laughs> deep Dive: Real Stories. Take that. I nailed it. <laughs> I nailed it right there. Strong marketing, Claire. I'm patting myself on the back right now. I'm clever. Sometimes you need the self-hug. Because <laughs> no one else will. Okay. Let's move on to Leslie. And Leslie says, We used to live in an old brownstone in Brooklyn. And my son, who was around three at the time, always used to talk to Charlie. He would randomly look up from whatever he was doing and say, hi, Charlie. One day we were walking down the street and he said, and she, this is, I'm reading to you word for word what she's writing, okay? Mm -hmm. Stop. Don't make fun of me. I am not saying a word. Okay. I feel like you're going to say a word. I probably will. (laughs) One day we were walking down the street and he said, yuck, mommy. Charlie is going for a walk, too, and waved enthusiastically across the street. I looked around, and we were the only ones on the block. I also have a few experiences from my childhood. I never met my grandfather from my mom's side because he died when she was 16, and we had many signs throughout life that he was still very present. One time, my grandma was babysitting my cousins and I, and all of us kids went into our basement and decided to do a seance. You know, as children do. Mm Mm-hmm. Freaky children. Ooh, take that, Leslie. Yeah. And Leslie's cousins. I was the oldest kid and around nine. I had my cousins with me who were seven, six, and four. You took a four-year... No. Yep, we're not going... Nope, nope. We don't judge. Nope, we don't judge. I'm judging a little. She is. I'm not Leslie. <laughs> I would have been the nine-year-old leading the seance. <laughs> My grandma was the only one home, and she was upstairs making lunch. We all sat in a circle, held hands, and I said, Grandpa, if you are with us, give us a sign. Immediately after I said that, my cousin's toy baby doll, Walker, shot across the basement floor. We all ran upstairs as fast as we could, and we were so scared. My... (laughs) Just the flow. Leslie, the flow of your story is amazing. My grandma's eyes watered up when we told her about it, but not sad tears. Aww. That was a roller coaster. That's a... Aww. It's sweet. It's very sweet. That's a good one. I like that one. Sometimes our stories are all like twisted scary, and I like It's all head one. broken stories, yep, and this uh, one I was like, dark oh, one. just a friendly ghost who's like Aww. waving to like the kid, and then the grandpa so, like hey. being like, hey guys. You rang? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> oh, Is it and here? then I got all filled up. It's very sweet. I like that. Yeah. I like it too. Um, but again, with the toys. Yeah, I mean, toys are a medium. Do you think that it's because they're light and like ghosts can pick them up easily? No, I think it's because they're a spiritual connection to the ghostly world. I'm going to need to show you to show your work on that. <laughs> I have no work. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. Oh, good. 
My Barbie is connected to my Ouija board. <laughs> All right, you want my next one? Nah. Nah. Nah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, she changed her mind. Yeah, I can move it. forward. Okay, so this one is from Christina, and it's a short and sweet one. She said, one time my son told me, Mommy, I see you floating on my ceiling. It was 3 a.m. I was in the bedroom with him, and I noped right out of his bedroom. <laughs> Christina, you're I my love, kind of bitch. I love the saying, I noped. <laughs> I know. You use it frequently. I do. I think it's awesome. Okay, so she said, I noped right out of his bedroom and had him sleep with us. Oh, see, I would have just. Yeah, we've been over this. You I would have just been like, okay, well, I'm hanging out. You are the opposite of no child left behind. <laughs> You're like, like, leave the children. If I can throw the kid at the ghost. The ghost. <laughs> if I can throw the kid at the ghost as a weapon. Christina did some co-sleeping. She paid a, a heavy price that night. She did. She absolutely did. Then again, you know those stories where it's demons or whatever, like evil entities that imitate people, those do freak me out. So I'm not sure. I'm just talking a big game, but... The idea that something's imitating me probably would have encouraged me to co-sleep, too. Yeah, Jesus. 3 a.m., is that, like, the most... It's like a witching hour. Is that a witching hour? Or is it creepier if it's, it's like, like, in broad up. daylight? I think 3 a.m. would freak me out. Or it's is it situational? Black. Yeah, it depends. I mean, If it's Grampy throwing the walker across the room, like, <laughs> fine. Do it at 3 a.m. That doesn't bother me. Oh, Grampy. Pappy Van Winkle, you crazy old bastard. You 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 had yourself a good time. <laughs> All right, you got another one for me? Yes. And this is from Megan. And she said, we took my five-year-old to Disneyland after a few trips through the Pirates of the Caribbean. A few trips. A few trips. A few like, trips, she let's said. Let's take a minute. Okay. Bitch must have had a fast pass. Uh-huh. She said... How did they get all the dead bodies in here? Oh, Jesus Christ. I explained they were robots, not dead bodies. Three more times, though, and she thinks she has this figured out. How many times did you go on Pirates of the Caribbean? I mean, at this point, we're up to like six to nine, right? Six to nine. Three more times, though, and she thinks she has it figured out. How did they get the people's skin to fit over the robots? What? This poor kid thought I took her on a ride with one, dead bodies posed for fun, or two, stretch dead people's skin over a robot skeleton. Holy for shit. For fun. God only knows what she was thinking all that time. Uh, I, I mean, know. she was thinking that somebody killed people and covered yes. robots with their Buffalo Bill style Jesus, Jesus. Exactly. And to quote Megan, for fun. For fun. For fun. Yeah. For the sake of a ride at Disney. For the sake of some Walt. Don't take her through the Hall of Presidents. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Who killed Ronald Reagan to make that dummy? Exactly. Like, is this what you do with your science? And Abraham Lincoln's head? Okay, so I have a fun practice with this next story because there are multiple posts related to the original posts. There's just too much. You move her and you shake her. Yep. That's oh, me. Oh God! No. Yeah, edit that. I out. was so bummed She's out by leave that. that in. I was. I'm totally leaving it in. Yeah. But I want everybody to know how bummed out I was. I'm bummed too, for the record. <laughs> it was not my best effort. So my next one is a continuation of my previous story from the mommy floating on the ceiling at 3 a.m. These are continued stories from the original thread. Okay, so this is a continuation from 
Christina, who was floating on the ceiling at 3 a.m. and noped out of the room. So Heidi writes, how about the man on the ceiling with the red eyes is watching me? Oh, she heard that one. Okay, so red eyes are apparently a theme. The man or the person with the red eyes. So she said, I nearly saged my house after that. And then Kenna writes in, also jumping in on this red eyes conversation and said that she just watched a documentary about sleep paralysis. And one common thing that every person studied in the, in the sleep paralysis study claimed was to see a tall man with red eyes and a top hat standing in the corner. <gasps> That's hat man. Or slender man, right? Is, are hat man and slender man the same thing? Because I thought slender man and hat man were different. I have no idea because I can't even remotely engage with stories like that. Oh, it just freaks you out? It's the same as Walking Have you ever dead. had sleep paralysis? No. Oh, I have. What? Listen, I've never been able to open my eyes. That's the thing. Wait, so what is sleep paralysis? So I've had instances where I, let's say I'm taking a nap, uh-huh. okay, and I wake up. Yeah. And to this time, I don't know, like, how awake I am. But in my mind, I wake up, and I'm trying desperately to open my eyes. It's always I, – I, I can't move, but I'm never trying to move my hands and feet. It's mostly I'm just trying to open my eyes, and I can't. That is fucked up. And a lot of people who have sleep paralysis are like, oh, I heard – you know, it felt like it was a demon on my chest. Oh, or my like God. people like in the room. And that hasn't really happened to me. But so terrifying. It's it's really disconcerting because it's like I know that I'm awake and I'm trying like I'm trying to open my eyes, but I can't. I just can't. I just can't. And then all of a sudden it's like I and then I feel like I truly wake up. So I'm like, did I fake wake up, or did I wake up and have this? Or could you be dreaming? Could I be dreaming? Exactly. Sleep paralysis is fucked up. But at least I don't have, like, the – or I've never had – watch me say that and then, like, now because yeah, we've now done this goddamn like podcast, t- like, all the demons are going to come in and start throwing tomatoes at me. Eyes. Eggs and tomatoes. tomatoes at me. <laughs> and maybe a potato. Tomatoes, <laughs> potatoes, and eggies. <laughs> I did not think you were going to take it down that route. <laughs> You're all just going to pelt me with garbage. cream of shrimp soup. <laughs> Full on. Yeah. They don't even take it out. They just throw it in my head. Holy shit. Yeah. No, it's really, really disconcerting. I'm sorry that happens. It's not the worst thing in the world, no, but it's it does not, not sound pleasant. It's not pleasant. And it doesn't happen all that often, but you know what? You know what always precedes it? What? Always. I'm is that I'm having a dream and in the dream I can't like my eyes are closing and I feel very sleepy and I I remember so clearly a dream where I'm playing basketball. And I think I was playing basketball with President Obama. Amazing. I know. It's a delightful dream, but my eyes start closing and I can't Actually, keep that open. sounds like a nightmare because I'm really bad at basketball. He, like, dunks it and I'm just like, ah, cool point. What do you think about climate change? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I bet you're real popular on the basketball I really court. am. <laughs> Sweet dunk, bro. <laughs> My trash talk is basically like, hey, really good try. It seems like you really put some effort in. <laughs> and guess what? It paid off for you. My fantasy football team name is Making All the Baskets. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Get it? Because they don't make baskets in football. Explaining the joke. Dunk. (laughs) Swish. Nothing but net, bitches. Another episode, and probably not on this podcast, I'm going to tell you about the twisted names that Dan gives his fantasy (gasps) football team. Yes. They're fucked up. Yeah. But they're hilarious. Yeah, he's a hilarious dude. I cannot wait for that. He's a what? A hilarious dude. Is it always before you have sleep paralysis that you're dunking on Obama? (laughs) No, that was just the best one. (laughs) I love it. I would, I, yeah, that would be good. I still have dreams where I'm like waiting tables and they seat like 300 people in my section. Which that is a niche nightmare. That's a niche nightmare. And by the way, if you've ever waited tables, that's an impossible number of people to serve. Um, and so my nightmare is like, oh, I can't set all the forks in the right place. And I wake up all stressed out and then I'm like, fuck, what is my life? It'll make you feel better. Mine is always about air travel. And I can never get to my flight on oh. time. And I'm always either waiting or late. And but it's so much awful. more relaxing than like if the plane crashed. I thought I thought that was the direction you were going. Oh my God, that's dark. Well, I'm dark. This is a dark podcast. No, don't look at me like Lighthearted and fun. Obama, swish, basket, dunk. <laughs> <laughs> if someone wanted to tell us their dark tales of their children's nightmares how would they go about sharing that with us claire barrios you could email us at mm-hmm. podcast at gmail.com you could also hit us up on facebook yeah we have a delightful facebook page we're constantly asking for content we need your ideas we need your freaky stories we need it we need it we need it i'm not talking about want we need that shit. <laughs> Give it to us. We're hungry. <laughs> and then we also have an Instagram page. Is that... Is it an Instagram page or is it... Yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> no. That was... <laughs> we, have, we have an Instagram site. We have a Snapchat. <laughs> we actually don't. I don't know how to do we that We don't have shit. any. And then we won't. No, we won't. And if you are listening to this and you enjoy it, then please give us a good rating, a review. Give us some feedback. And if you're not enjoying it, then fuck you. Yeah. It's Tuesday. Fuck you. Yeah. Turn it off. Yeah. What were you doing? You listened this whole time? <laughs> and remember, if your kids say creepy shit, don't let it bother you. But don't turn around. Excellent innovation, Katie Judge. Oh, thank you. I'm very proud of you. Sometimes I can change it up. Sometimes. Momness was created and produced by Claire Barrios and Katie Judge and written by your weirdo children. Thank you.